Eagles Entertainment. Today's podcast is presented by Xfinity. Supercharge your screenplay with supersonic Wi-Fi from Xfinity. Enjoy breakaway speeds, power your whole huddle of devices, and help keep your home team safe with online security. Unbeatable internet from Xfinity, made to do anything so you can do anything. On Tuesday, November 22nd, defensive coordinator Jonathan Gannon spoke to the media. Uh, so a good win for us on the road. Uh, tough, hard-fought game. Thought we did some good things. Um, first first series didn't look great. Had a couple explosives, explosive pass, explosive run, and then uh, we settled down and played. So uh, situationally, we were pretty good. Held them some field goals, kept some points off the board, which is good. Some guys made some big-time plays, uh, executed at a high level, had the one takeaway. We need another one, and uh, we'll always work for that. But uh, big challenge coming in coming in this week uh, with Green Bay and, and A-Rod, and uh, we'll be excited to play on Sunday Night Football. What, what do you like best about the way your secondary is playing? Uh, their attention to detail. You know, they're, they're in the right spots. Uh, they play their leverage the correct way. We don't bust. Uh, you see that when a lot of explosive passes happen, guys aren't on the same page. If you look as you're watching a bunch of, bunch of games, you know, you're like, oh, that's, you know, a mismatch in coverage. We don't do that. Um, I think they, they play confidently. Uh, they understand the strength and the stress of the call, and they play together pretty well. And, um, you know, it's like Pasty, just like everything on defense. It's all 11, and, you know, they, they understand how they fit into the, to the call and play accordingly. And I think that's where, you know, our, our pass defense has been pretty good, and I think we're striving to become better because we leave some plays out there that we shouldn't leave out there, in my opinion, and in their opinion. Um, and they know that, but uh, execution within the game and situations and each calls, um, I think they're doing a really good job. Down in your odd man, odd man fronts, did you guys in certain downs, a couple plays, tighten things up uh, with the three down linemen at all? A couple calls you had there. Yeah, we, we uh, you know, formation, that's always kind of up, Jeff. You know, with, with our different front structures, there's always front mechanics that go into that. And that's, you know, predicated on game plan, what a team's doing. Um, so we try to get our – and that's a little bit of two things. Like what are their staple runs? What do they like to do? Uh, what runs we are anticipating coming in some of those four down or three down fronts? And then to really sometimes to help create some mismatches with our guys, you know, to make sure that we're getting one-on-ones where we want the one-on-one or where the ball's trying to hit by formationally. So – um, you know, it takes, that's why I always say, like, the days of guys not knowing what's going on is, is over, guys. Like, they got to be, all 11 got to be smart. So, and TJ runs the show, but our front, they got to know what's going on and why we're doing things, the stress and the strength of each call, why we're aligning them there. And then within that, then, when the, it's, when the ball snapped, it's, it's whoop, you know what. And uh, our guys did a good job of that. With the additions of Linval and Sue, how much does the structure of the rotation change and how much work goes into that on a weekly basis now? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean I'll, I'll give a shout-out to Tracy, man. Like, you got two new guys that played a bunch of snaps for us. He did a really good job, I mean, you know, to get those guys caught up. And, you know, I, th- I think that uh, the other piece to that puzzle that allowed them to come in and play is the versatility and flexibility of the other three up. So I'm talking about Fletch and Hargrave and Milton. You know, they we kind of left those Sue and, and LJ in two spots within the certain fronts, and those guys 
plugged and played around them, um, which helped them that they didn't have to know everything. So that was huge by those guys. And again, those guys that are up, they're smart and they can, they're versatile. They can play different spots. So I think that goes by the wayside, but that's a huge piece to those guys being able to play that fast coming in here. And then, you know, obviously Sue and LJ have played a lot of ball and they're, they're smart, you know, individuals. So they understand what's going on. Once they put it into their language, then it was, hey, go out and play. And that's what they did. So it was good to get those guys in here, and they played well. And like I said, the whole front played extremely well. I mean, you know, Milton, Grave, and Fletch, they both had, you know, they did some big-time things in that game that really controlled the line of scrimmage. And you see that's when the D-line controls the line of scrimmage, you're probably pretty good. You're probably going to play pretty good run defense. So um, shout-out to those guys. You mentioned Dave Rod twice before question was even asked so when you when you wake up um in the morning first time it's, it's packers week like what are the, the first things that, that come to your yeah. mind um in respect to rogers you know part of it is because i played in the division with him for four years you know so i played i, I think i've played him been on a part of teams that have played against Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay, both with McCarthy and LaFleur, a, a good amount uh maybe the most ever this quarterback um but he's a special player I mean, that's all there is to it. He's going to the Hall of Fame. He's one of the best that's ever done it. And, um, you know, he can beat you a lot of different ways, so we're going to have to be on it. But I have, a, obviously, a high respect for him because of watching him through the years and playing against him. He does things that other guys can't do. Yeah, yeah, after the first series, if, I'm sorry, after the first series, you really tighten things up. Is the first series of every game kind of a probing-type thing where you're looking for what you might not have seen on tape? That's a good question, Merrill. Honestly, I didn't call the first series great and put our guys in some hard downs. Uh, was thinking one thing and didn't get it. You know, that was a little bit of that because we've started fast at times and then and but and then that game we didn't start fast and you always like to start fast, but they made some plays, you know, and then I think there is a little bit of a feeling out process. Typically, you need a couple series to see how they're going to what they're trying to do and how they're trying to play you. Um, and then we just talked to our guys a little bit. Hey, we got to make an adjustment here with this formation or this, you know, this run. We got to make an, a little adjustment here, you know. And we typically have those in our back pocket um, that we can get to things pretty quick. That's you know, smart players. You can do that. We got a very smart unit. And um, so yeah, I, you know, you'd always like to come out and start fast. But they made some plays, and then we had to kind of adjust a little bit, and we tightened up and played pretty good football the rest of that that game. Yeah, you keep I mean if you talk to guys that have played Fletch is a good one to ask about that. You know, if you guys that have played against certain guys a decent amount of times, they'll keep a book on them. You know, this is what works, this is what his skill set is, this is what's mine. You know, that that's it's the ultimate team game, but every snap there's a lot of one on one matchups going on and ultimately it's your you know our 11 playing together but then winning at a high clip when they have their one-on-one so um you know the i'm sure that they'll share notes and go back and forth and and guys change too as their careers go and you know certain guys play a certain way early in their career and then they change a little bit but um so we just got to we got to study our opponent like always and know what we need to get to and try to win as many one-on-ones as we can. Good question. role play. I mean, 109 starts, pro bowls, all pros. 
What are you expecting from him going forward? Yeah, exactly what he did. Came in here and, and played really good football for us. And I think that's, you know, with both of those guys coming here, that's what they wanted to do. You know, come in, whatever you guys, that's football character. You know, Zach, it's like whatever you need us to do to help our team win, that's what we'll do. And um, so their, their roles will change just like everybody's weekly. You know, depending on game plan, who's up, who's not, all that stuff, and uh, they'll they'll come in and they're ready to go. I think both of them want to play a little bit more, so it's always good to have as many guys that we can have up and fresh and and hunting. The better off we are. Yeah, we just we um, we kind of changed that rotation a little bit. Wanted to see him get in some plays, and we had a whole dime package up. But as as it kind of as the game got going, that those calls weren't used. Um, so uh, looking forward to seeing him play more and more for us. You mentioned T.J. Edwards earlier. Why has he been so effective this year playing at that middle linebacker spot and getting guys in the right positions? Yeah, you guys know in our in our defense that's a thinking position, and he's as smart as they come. So, you know, he's got a really good skill set paired with a really good brain, and he plays extremely fast. You hear the head coach talk about accelerated vision; he has it, and you know he's calling things out before they even come, and that's part of the work by the coaches, uh, you know, with with Coach Rallis. But that's a lot of film study by him. You know, he he this he's football twenty four seven. And you need to be that way if you're if you're going to be elite in this league. Like there's there's, you know, I used to work for a guy. He's the DB coach in Green Bay right now, Jerry Gray. He used to say the the NFL is an open book test, and the guys that study the most, you're, and it goes into what our head coach says, like that accelerated vision. Like you, there's plays out there to be had when you're when you're anticipating certain things, but you can only do that by your prep. And that goes six days through the week. And, and TJ takes that to heart, and he does that for us and helps a lot of other guys on the defense around him because of his brain and his knowledge. So um, runs the entire front. Those front mechanics we're talking about, that's, that's TJ. You know what I mean? I mean, we, we do some different things that people don't do to try to get in advantageous positions. And, um, you know, hopefully we set it up right. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But that's, that's on his plate. The back seven mechanics, that's on his plate, you know, along with the secondary. But he's tied into all that. So he's the guy in the middle, and he's the guy that I'm yelling at during the series, you know, in his ear because he's got the green dot. He's talking to the defense. And uh, he's very emotionally stable. And then when that ball snapped, he's violent, and that's what you're looking for. Just a couple more like kind of an obvious question, but what makes uh, Linval so effective against the run? He's a big man, um, and he knows how to play blocks. You know, he's he's extremely effective with his hands. He's he's explosive. He's quick. He's big, and and he's seen all those little different blocking schemes before. Like we're talking about TJ. Like if you ask them how this team, you know, uh, executes a power double, he'll tell you. If you ask, hey, how does this team differ from this team with a power scoop, he'll tell you. Hand placement, footwork, leverage, angles. Like he's he's into the books too now. So he's extremely intelligent. He's a big, violent man, and he's played a lot of football. He knows how to play blocks. And he knows where he fits in and what he has to do to help the other guys make plays. Are you okay with Josiah at the slot? Yeah, 100%. Did you share any emotion with regard to Frank? Oh, I, I mean, I love Frank Reich. You know, he holds a very special place in my heart. You know, as when I, I think I text him, and you know, he's made me a better coach, a better person. He's been um, uh, 
phenomenal with my family the last couple of years. And, um, you know, I, I love them. So, it, honestly, it was a little bit kind of uh, just the, the next game to me, so probably not as much. Um, but uh, I hold a very dear place in my heart for Frank Reich. On the question yesterday, Nick um, proposed a poll question. Jonathan Gannon, for coach of the, oh, I'm sorry, for assistant coach of the year. A, were you familiar, or, or I guess did you hear Nick bring this up? And, no. um, and what's your evaluation of the defense overall? Jeez, <laughs> Nick. What is he doing? No, I, I did not hear that. Uh, I'm glad I didn't hear that. You're wrong. Um, yeah, I think we're, what's our record now? Nine and one. That's how I base it. You know, are we doing enough to give ourselves a chance to win games? And I think we, we've, we can definitely get better at that. And as the year goes on, we got to keep playing really good, clean football on defense to give ourselves a chance to win. So, um, I don't look at it as a whole right now. I'm, you know, focused on Green Bay, but uh, what, you know, the goal of every week is let's play good enough on defense to give ourselves a chance to win, and I think for the most part we've done that. Go ahead, Dave. One more. Um, Christian Watson, five touchdown catches the last two weeks. What kind of progress has he made? What kind of test will he be on Sunday? Yeah, big and fast. You know, you talk to our guys. I, I like to talk especially about rookies because the guys that talk to about their rookie skill sets are our, are our offensive coaches. Hey, did you like this guy, Shane, coming out? Did you like this guy, Amo? You know, and they're all like, yeah, yeah, big and fast, you know, and it's got a big-time catch radius. So uh, we got a big-time challenge because he's got a guy that can deal it to him. For more Eagles news and exclusive interviews, be sure to subscribe to all of our Eagles original podcasts, including Eagles Update, Eagles Insider, and Eagle Eye in the Sky.